0: This is Gigi Sabat, and you're listening to the Walk With Me podcast. My guests today are Jason and Marcus. Welcome to the show. Thanks,
1: Thanks so much have, for having us.
0: Such an honor to have you both here today. Now, can you start off by telling us a little bit more about you and where are you from? Let's start off with Marcus. Well, I am uh, the CEO
2: of Lore TV, and uh, I am actually from uh, Northern Idaho. We're up here uh, about an hour and a half south of Coeur d'Alene in a town called Moscow.
0: Love it, and Jason.
1: And I am Jason Farley. I'm I'm from Spokane, Washington. I'm currently down in Santa Cruz, California, though for the weekend. So um, it's nice down here. And but uh, Spokane is what I where I call home.
0: Awesome. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about Lore TV and what inspired you to launch Lore TV?
2: Yeah, so I was a filmmaker, and I ran a Christian uh, YouTube studio. It was called Apologia Studios. I, I helped build it. Um, and, uh, and and so we built it up to about 350,000 subscribers. We put a uh, made a movie called Babies Are Still Murdered Here, and we put that on Amazon Prime, and Amazon Prime deleted it and removed it. And I realized we have a real problem uh, for Christian storytellers in that they don't have any distribution. Um, you have the sort of cheesy hallmark sort of feminine rom-com that is typical of most Christian movies. Uh, but you don't have any real masculine content. You don't have any real Christian content that fights back at, at the left or or the culture. And so basically that's where lore started. The awesome. Idea yeah.
0: Love it. Can you tell us a little bit more about Hollywood's culture war?
1: Yeah, so one of the things that uh, – ha- one of the most important things about a culture is the stories that it tells. That's how we define ourselves. That's how we know who we are and who they are and how, how a, uh, who, who's a part of the culture, who's not a part of the culture. And uh, for a lot of years now, Hollywood has been the main source of a lot of our culture's stories. Uh, Unfortunately, they have a, they have an agenda um, that is opposed to a lot of people in the country and definitely opposed to uh, the church and the way that we're told to live and the way we're told to love the world that God made and love our neighbor. and um and because of that, the the um the culture war is really comes down to a storytelling war. Um, but conservative Christians have tended to think it's a facts and data game. And so we're here talking about our facts and our data and trying to do that. But really, since Adam and Eve in the garden uh, with the serpent, it's been a storytelling war. And so what we're trying to do at Lore TV is make it possible for Christian storytellers to enter the storytelling war uh, without the shackles of either having to go to Hollywood to get money to tell their stories. And so they, that money comes with strings or being able to tell stories that end up not having any distribution and so they can't get out to the world. We're trying to solve those two problems by creating a, a a new website and or a new distribution model that uh, both funds and distributes uh, the content made by Christian creators.
0: Very powerful. Marcus, did you want to chime in? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jason did great. Right. No, he said it off, so. <laughs> Not a problem. Can you tell us a little bit more about the blacklisting of Christian filmmakers? Yeah, yeah, I think um You know, in Hollywood,
2: there's this immense uh, uh, disgust for Christian film, uh, and and the filmmaking industry, and specifically the Christian worldview, um, so much so that you know most people who are conservative, even not even Christian but conservative, have to keep their heads down low. Um, And so there's this massive problem, really, where uh, Hollywood is using Hollywood to promote uh, the worldview of Hollywood, right? So, so we're not, we're not, we're not actually allowing alternate worldviews to be able to be told through narrative and story. And, 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 and for the, for the most part, um, we we haven't been conservatives anyway, have not been really good at it anyway. <laughs> when we do tell a Christian story, it's, it's pretty cheesy or it's uh Or it's uh, just it's not really it doesn't show evil the way evil should be portrayed and all these other sort of things. And so so uh, anyway, so there's this massive movement of people who really want uh, who are conservative in Hollywood that really want to make good movies, but they don't want to make necessarily a pure flicks movie right they don't want to do that sort of thing. They just want to tell a good story and be true to who they are and their worldview. Um, And they're not even allowed to do that. Uh, The Hollywood requires you to put in um, LGBT diversity characters, those sort of things. Uh, And you have to do it. Um, You have to do it. Jason's heard pitches uh, from people who want to make preschool shows. um, And, you know, these other streaming services, uh, big time Hollywood streaming services, are asking uh, what the gay or the trans character is going to be in the show for two year olds. (laughs) Right? Like, it's insane. (laughs) To which they Um, answer,
1: it's inappropriate to talk about sex with two-year-olds, so we won't be doing anything, and then they don't get the funding.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so it's real. Um, All the conspiracy theories are are not conspiracy theories. They're actually true. Uh, We hear those stories all the time from people who are pretty high up in the industry. Um, And so, basically, we wanted to create a platform that acts as a shield so that the filmmakers literally can be free to make the content that they want to make very
0: good you know, you need,
1: go ahead one one of the things that we have seen is there are filmmakers that come in and they want to hire people that they uh from the industry that they know are on their side but they can't um they they don't want to risk their current job and so we've we've uh are even planning on redacting names of folks working in Hollywood because they've got a a day job that wouldn't allow them or would fire them for working on some of the projects, especially projects that are Um, pro-life. Those sorts of projects get people in trouble with their day jobs. And so we're going to be redacting the names of of, uh, filmmakers that can't risk losing their day jobs.
0: Thank you for sharing that information with us, Jason. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about the attack on the American family?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I mentioned before, storytelling is the way that we know what's good, what's true, what's right, you know, the the beauty of storytelling. And right now, you don't see stories made where a family and a family unit is lifted up as something that's good, that's desirable, that we should want, and that's the healthiest place for Uh, for kids to be raised you only get stories where if there is a family then the dad is a moron or that the the parents fight all the time you know you've got a really low view of marriage and a low view of of what we think of as traditional parenting but is actually just parenting normal parenting, and uh, having stories that that reinforce um, not even just reinforce but recognize that the family is good um, is something that we haven't been able to do for a long time because we haven't had the funding in the platform, and so we've been looking for those sorts of stories. That uh, te- we've got a, a great documentary called "Your American Family" about um, it's a it's a, a documentary about a family that has to go through the cancellation process because their uh, their family company was um, deemed a uh, it w- was deemed a terrorist organization by PayPal because they sold American flags. Um, and, uh, which, which was a symbol of, uh, which, which was a symbol of, sub- of white supremacy. And, and, um, and it's just the story of the way that God used that to bring this family closer together, to teach them what was really, truly important to, to teach the kids how to deal with, um, when you know you're doing the right thing, but it looks like it's all going wrong because you did the right thing. It's a beautiful story. Um, And it's an example of the way that the family is under attack, um, but God still uses even the attack on the family for good when a strong family comes together and trusts God.
0: Wow, Jason, you raise such a great point as far as what's being portrayed in in television today. Now, what do you believe that is doing to our society and the folks in our society,
1: well, I, one of the things that it does is that it it normalizes. Um, it, it makes people think things are normal that are actually bad for society. You know, it's good for a society when when marriages work and they stay together, and a family has both the perspective of a mom and the perspective of a dad on the same mission, working together. Um, when you when you start to think of that as an abnormal thing that you don't expect to find, then Kids don't grow up hoping that that can happen to them, uh, and they miss out on some of the best things about life, which is you know, a man and a woman. There aren't two creatures that are more different than a man and a woman. G.K. Chesterton says that it takes the heat of romance to, to meld two metals so disparate together, but that's one of the funnest things about life is trying to figure out how a man and a woman can learn to see life together and bring their two perspectives together. And uh, when kids don't think of that as normal and the thing that they should want when they grow up because they never see it on TV, they miss out on really one of the most joyful things about life. It's
0: very true. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about the mentorship of Christian artists?
1: You want this one, Marcus? Yeah,
0: yeah I'll take it.
2: Yeah, th- this, is re- this is really important for what we're doing because uh, what we want is Christians are not in competition with each other. Uh, We we have, you know, uh, the ability to put away pride and and, and conquer those sort of sins um, and embrace humility. And so those sort of things really allow Christian artists to work together, to come together and help each other out on their films and their projects. And so one of the things we've been doing is we've been hosting uh, um, gatherings and meetups in different cities. We did uh, Los Angeles. We did Nashville. Uh, we're going to do Orlando next week, and then uh, we're we're going to do uh, Atlanta and New York City. Uh, but but the the, the point, and we did Dallas, Texas too. But the point of it is is for these artists and filmmakers to come together, get to know each other, and 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 talk about the projects that they're working on publicly and openly, and not behind you know NDAs and secretive sort of uh, things like that. And th- and that way, they can find friends. Uh, and And talent and 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 future employees and stuff like that to come together and work and and create content um and that's really how you change the world is when you get the artists together and you and you free them to be able to do those sort of things.
1: very true. and we've been working to figure out how to when we find a young filmmaker that has talent but not experience or the drive to be able to find a christian artist Christian filmmaker that lives close to him and say, hey, here's somebody that you can actually look up to um, because that's one of the difficulties is Hollywood has a pipeline where they train up their artists. And so you've got 18-year-olds that watch La La Land and move to LA and try to get into the industry, and they realize that the only way in is to to look the other way at some of the terrible things that go on in Hollywood, Um, not just... Ethically bad things, but the bad business practices. People don't treat one another well. People backstab one another. They, everyone sees everyone as competition. Well, Christians, we don't do that. We look at we can celebrate one another's uh, successes, and so um, finding a young uh, artist a place with an older Christian artist that has shown what it's like to be faithful to the Lord through many years in the industry is an important part of what we're doing because we're trying to build out. That full pipeline of artist development.
0: I love it. Now, Jason, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness?
1: I mean, I think that uh, oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, mo- the most important thing is really digging in and, and asking the Lord to give you wisdom. Your wisdom is the ability to live well in the world that God made, but it's hard won. All wisdom is is one through the process of death and resurrection. There really isn't any wisdom that's not resurrection wisdom. So to ask God for wisdom and know that that means that He's going to throw you in the wood chipper and you're going to come out the, uh, on the other side a wise person that can that uh, knows how the world works better, that knows what how to trust God better, and then can turn around and help the next generation was as it struggles to live well in the world God made. So I think. Ask God for wisdom and be willing to uh, go through whatever death it takes to get to the resurrection on the other side.
0: Amen. Ask God for wisdom. Very powerful. And Marcus, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness?
2: I think it's uh, one, to know the gospel, um, but also uh, understand scripture and how it gives you a whole life worldview uh, and more than just uh, to go to church on Sunday. Uh, have have a have a, a a Christian faith that is guarded that is uh, guided by Scripture that can tell you this is how as a Christian I'm supposed to run my business this is how as a Christian I'm supposed to love my wife and 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 uh, and and build up my family these sort of things uh, are outside of Sunday service Christian only sort of mentality but actually have uh, a Christian faith that uh, can. Knows how to respond to every situation.
0: Amen. Very powerful. Now, Jason or Marcus, do you have any last words for the audience? Yeah, I want to say uh, go to lore.tv.
2: Um, if we if we if we haven't launched yet when you watch this, put in your email address. We're going to launch really within the next few days. Um, and then uh, if you if you have if if we have launched, go ahead and subscribe. It's fourteen bucks a month. Um, and you can, there's a bunch of projects. There's Barely Biblical, which is an animated cartoon series where uh, teddy bears are reenacting the most violent Old Testament Bible stories. It's a great show for your young teenage sons. Uh, we, have, we have a bunch of content like that. And, and you're spending your monthly subscription funding these movies and TV shows uh, that will launch and be able to stream uh, at, at some point in the near future on the platform. Uh, so it's a mixture of Kickstarter. Um, and netflix together and basically we're all asking the christian and conservative community come together let's build a streaming service one piece of content at a time it's never been done before
0: thank you marcus jason any last words
1: go check out lord.tv you're gonna love the content you find over there
0: awesome ladies and gentlemen make sure to check out jason and marcus and also check out their website at lord tv that's lord.tv and, and thank you again, Jason and Marcus. I appreciate you for being a guest on the Walk With Me podcast.
1: Thanks so much thank for you. having us.
0: God bless.